our Old Testament reading from the book of Ezekiel chapter 12 started like this. Now the word of the Lord came to me saying, Son of man, you dwell in the midst of a rebellious house which has eyes to see but does not see and ears to hear but does not hear for they are a rebellious house. And that statement, the word of the Lord came to me, occurs 50 times in the book of Ezekiel, more than in any other Old Testament book. The Holy Spirit doesn't want us to miss that God was speaking over and over again to his people, and they were ignoring him. At this point, after Nebuchadnezzar's second attack, approximately 10,000 Jews had been captured and taken 600 miles east of Jerusalem to Babylon to live in slavery. Nebuchadnezzar left Jerusalem virtually unharmed, but he took the king of Judah, Jehoiachin, captive to Babylon and placed Zedekiah on the throne as a vassal puppet king. Ezekiel was also among those taken captive. Ezekiel was God's prophet inside Babylon at approximately the same time Jeremiah was serving as God's prophet inside Jerusalem. And both Jeremiah and Ezekiel were prophesying that Babylon would attack again and would completely conquer Jerusalem and carry the rest of the people captive to Babylon. Ezekiel's fellow exiles in Babylon were as hardened as those who were still in Jerusalem. They were so intent on a quick return to Jerusalem that they wouldn't accept Ezekiel's message of Jerusalem's destruction. Both the people in exile and the people still in Jerusalem choose to ignore Ezekiel and Jeremiah's warnings and instead believed the false prophets who claimed that Jerusalem and Judah would soon be delivered and restored. God's people looked for prophets who would say what they wanted to hear. Their blindness and deafness was a willful choice on their part. They simply chose not to see what God was showing them or hear what he was saying to them. Spiritual blindness can sneak up on anyone out of fellowship with God. There's this story of a carpenter nailing tiles on a two-storey roof or on the building of a two-storey roof, and he lost his footing and began to slide off. He immediately started praying, Lord, oh Lord, help me. When he kept sliding, he shouted, Lord, help me and I'll go back to church. Just as he came to the edge of the roof, a nail that was sticking out caught hold of his trousers. He came to a stop and said, never mind, Lord, this nail saved me. We can become so blind to God's work in our lives that we fail to see the various nails God uses to try and get our attention. Let us pray. Lord, please open the eyes and ears of our hearts so that we can see and hear you speaking to us today. We listened earlier on to that song, Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Open the eyes of my heart. I want to see you. 
I want to see you, to see you high and lifted up, shining in the light of your glory. Pour out your power and love as we sing holy, holy, holy. Lord, maybe our eyes are open, but we do not see. What are the nails, Lord, in our lives, which you have used to catch us time and again? Let's take a moment to think and thank him for those nails that he has put in our lives today. And what is it that we're wanting to hear or see from God today? Maybe he's wanting to show us something completely new. Will we, can we, would we lay those things that we want down at his feet? Instead, what might God be saying? Let's welcome any word or picture or lyric or thought or anything that comes to our mind. Lift it up to him. Inquire of him. Explore with him. Let's ask him to show us what he is saying. And what we are to do about it. Let's take time with him now. Amen.